0: Why are upgrades so expensive? Stay tuned, the Handyman Pros are going to discuss factors related to upgrades and expense. Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show Home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Handyman Pros Radio Show, where our goal is to help save you time, money, and aggravation. This edition is entitled, Wow, That's a Lot More Than I Thought. To help me explain, I've got my ever cheerful co-host and old buddy, John. John, what has been going on this week?
1: Well, greetings. And salutations. I am here. I am here. here. Well, Larry, what's been going on this week? That's a a good one. Um, You know, one of the things is, and we were talking about this before the show, is that um, I was out at uh, a... a, um, at a prospect, let's say, and you know they want me to do a lot of a lot of big a big to do list, which that's a lot of things that we do, right? Uh, one thing after another, and after looking at what has to be done, you know it, it the expense adds up, right? Okay, right. and and they want to do upgrades, which we'll talk about here in a in a minute, but there's certain factors in some of these upgrades that need to be considered, and. Some of the things, and and we've talked about this before, but, you know, planning and kind of thinking ahead and visualizing what you want. There's a lot of things that that can take place, and it gets expensive. Um, uh, yes, it does. So you just have to be aware of that. And I think today's show, we just want to talk to to everybody about some of the experiences that we've had as as of late and over over the past uh, couple of years or whatever. But also, you know, kind of just just when you're have a, you know when you're thinking about doing things, just kind of look at the whole thing of what you're trying to do and understand that it can get expensive for some of these upgrades
0: yeah and 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 I just want to add on that 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 while everybody thinks oh you know the contractors make a ton of money and stuff that it, it's just there's there's always hidden things things cost what they cost largely for reasons that most people don't really understand like right like so you don't really like when you think about if you go out and you buy something at at the store say you buy food right and you walk in and you say man you know the the cost of this coffee is really really expensive but very few people actually think about what what does it take to get that coffee to the store, right? What is what is involved, and, how, and what's the supply chain? What's the distribution chain? All mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But we have the same thing in the contracting business. It's like it's like you get into stuff, and and people just say, you know. I don't, I don't understand why it's so expensive or, or they go man that's expensive you know and so that's that's and this is what you and I were talking about this is why we're doing this show we just want people to have a little bit of an understanding about what goes on and what sort of things so John you were tell talk to us about this project you're working on with this big to-do list talk about some of the different things in that to-do list that that the customer was kind of a little shocked at Sure
1: sure so let me let me first start off by saying some things are pretty straightforward um And to to set this thing up is that, you know, hanging a fan or or in an existing an existing fan or or changing a fan over. Okay, call it one already there, and you're just going to do. Or it's a just a a light on an eight foot or you know nine foot ceiling, um, and it's just you're just changing out that light with another one. Pretty straightforward. Um, But you know what they wanted to do is things like in their kitchen. They have probably a 12-foot ceiling in their kitchen, and they have a, an island in the kitchen, and they have these three hanging lights that are over the island. And um, the lady would like to change out those three lights with two. So when I asked about, you know, she wants to put put the other two lights on you know the the first the first hole and the third hole and then so you got the second one if this is making sense yeah the, you one got the second the one that's got the one in the middle yep. is going to be blank so it was what do you what would you like to do here i mean you can you can just put a cover on it which i don't know if that's really what you want to do um it's well, up to so you set, but so
0: set the stage this was a very very expensive house right yeah
1: this is probably yeah this is probably a million dollar house right and you know so you know having a plug that's sitting up in the ceiling is probably not but you know that's their option or you know now it gets a little bit more expensive to remove that and drywall it you know fix it and go through the whole that whole process which means paint the whole thing you know so these are kind of things and then and then there was another one that was kind of adjacent, another light that was adjacent, that wasn't quite centered over their table um, as a big dining room table that they had, and they want to move it over maybe a six inches. Well, it's not just that easy to move a light over. I mean, you know, you have to r- drill another hole and move, move the whole box over, and then you've got the hole there again. So these are a lot of considerations, and it takes a lot of time to do that. So, you know, when I, was, when I started to look at this, it was like, you know, they, they kind of got the thinking that they didn't really – they really weren't uh, – when I was asking about that, they weren't – I could see that they hadn't thought through the whole thing of what this entailed.
0: Right. And, and as we're so far – at least I'm very fond of saying – is we can basically do anything – it just depends how big your checkbook is, right? I mean, you want, what do you want to do? We can do it. It just is going to be – it can be cost prohibitive, right? And so one of our tendencies is it's to saving time, money, and aggravation, right? And, and it's just like that. That six-inch light move, I mean, that's probably – if you think about it, and you know this from, from doing construction and stuff, mm-hmm. that thing is probably attached to a, to a joist. Right. So now you're going from a joist to a non-joist. So you have to support the light, particularly if it's a heavy light or if you're putting a fan, if you were going to, for whatever reason, want to put a fan or a heavy chandelier in. Now you've got even a bigger project, right, for what seems so simple to go six inches. Right, John?
1: Yeah, right, right. And so there was, you know, and this is is just looking at it. I didn't, you know, I haven't assessed it. And in, in your right, it's probably. It, I'm sure that light, the the box up there, is attached to the joist. And it actually, the contractors actually did the right job, and they did actually put hang the light in the middle of the room. Okay? Right, but it, but, but it's, uh, the, but the yeah. way the room is with the door in the side, and the way she's got the table, she wants, you know, it's it's not centered over the table. Okay, now you can move the table, <laughs> right? But then it kind <laughs> of you can open the door, right? Then it kind right? of blocks the door yeah, a little right. bit, you know, so. You know, I think that the cheaper thing is, is to get a a smaller table, (laughs) but, you know, but, you know, it's kind of funny, you know, and it's whatever, whatever you'd like to do, but, you know, this is the kind of thing that I was bringing up is that, you know, if you're going to move that, um, there's really no easy way to do that. Um, other than drywall, you know, to do it the right way. So yeah, and, and you're, you're going like to hear said, drywall
0: over and over, folks, because almost everything involved in doing anything—if you're really going to move anything—involves drywall work. It's just really that simple, right? right? And right. as we always say, drywall work, well, while it's it's not difficult, but it is very, very time consuming. I think one of the one of the things that we had talked about, John, we talked about this before we started this show, is that what's the biggest expense in doing any kind of remodel? Um, effort, right? Or any kind of upgrade or anything. If you're anything, what is the most expensive part? It's time, right? It's the the time. It's how long it takes you to do something. And whether that's your time or hiring somebody, there's still a time component, right? Mm Because if you're like John and I, you just love spending your weekends taking your house apart and putting it back together. Yeah, right. You know, Um, but... Uh, which, folks, that's actually not true. The handyman's house is the house in need of much repair, much the same way the plumber's plumbing always leaks and so forth and so on. (laughs) At least at my house it's that way. John's been busy working on his house, so we can't say that the same thing. But um, anyway, so so uh, that's where that's where we wanted to go. I, w- I was going to say, I was out in the field this week, and I did a disposal job. You know, I was just swapping out somebody's disposal. And it was the same kind of thing. So they, I, I sent them a text beforehand and said, you know, I, they, they wanted to have a, a firm time when I was coming, and it was the middle of the day. Was, I was between jobs. So I was sending them a text, let them know. And they texted back, is there anything we can do? And I said, yes, actually, if you would clean out under the sink, that would be tremendous because – that, on average, saves us, what, John, about a half an hour, oh, you yeah. or not, just yeah. to clean out under the sink, to get up under the, you know, to get at the plumbing. And then the other thing is, is I know that when I've done it, it's like, what do I do, you know, what do I do with all this, these cleaning supplies, mostly it's cleaning supplies and stuff like that, paper towels and all that stuff. What do you do with it? And uh, these particular people, actually, I get to the job site and they sort of, they tell me this story and they go, you know. We're really glad you had us do this in advance. We found stuff we hadn't seen in like two years. I was like, hmm. "Yeah, yeah, get <laughs> rid of it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: get 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 rid of
0: it. Time to get rid of it." Yeah, exactly. So those are like that's that's what the purpose of this show is is about. It's talking about things that you you're not thinking about, right? So so what else do we have, John? What else are we thinking about? Like when somebody's doing a project, what do they need to be thinking about? Just anything, just kind of a stream of consciousness kind of yeah.
1: Well, it's it's yeah. I'll give you another example is that. That um you know the, the the job that I was just at uh they they had to cut the wall board apart in the ceiling. Okay, and this is just something that you know you want to consider. You want new you you know you want upgrades, you want uh pot lights in your in your ceiling where there might not have been any. There's no lights, so there's no electricity up there. Well our electrician friend went out there. And they wound up having to cut a big trench in the ceiling, basically removing the wall board so they could get the wires fed through because it wasn't, you know, they couldn't access it from the top. It was in the top floor. There was no attic space above it. The room above it had hardwood floor and that was the only way they could really do it. Um, and so, you know, the homeowner I think was a little taken aback by saying, okay, well, uh, you know, if I want to have these these nice pot lights in my in this one room in the front, the they, the electrician said, "Well, the only way they can really do this, because the way the uh, the joists are running and things like that, is we gotta just dig out you know the about ten feet long of uh, your ceiling, so we can run the wires through and down into the switch, you know, and put in new switches and stuff." So they wound up calling me to fix to fix this. This this whole thing. So I think that's something that you need to consider. And when you say, "Wow, all this stuff is you know expensive," a lot of times, um, you know, you can be under the the impression that these things are fairly easy to put up. Some of these things, but they're really not. It takes a lot of time, and complications can happen. So I have a question for you on that one.
0: You put the drywall up in the ceiling back. You mudded it all up. Did you paint it?
1: I did not paint it no uh, the homeowner the homeowner's gonna paint it
0: okay so is he painting the whole ceiling do you know or is he just painting yes over your he's gonna day? paint the,
1: yeah he's gonna paint the whole ceiling
0: yeah because we're we're big on this right i mean you and i we've talked we we've probably talked about it a million times on the show but i see it i mean it's like virtually almost every day right you do a repair on a on a piece of drywall which the repair is actually the simple well it's relatively simple i mean you know you fill it with mud you sand it off you you do it again you make it nice and smooth you make it look good you put a little primer on it poof, you know looks brand new it looks like the original wall right but then there's matching the old paint
1: yeah and especially on a you know and so so this is another consideration you know of, of you know so if it was me uh, and they wanted me to do it I would have I would have been happy to do that for for this uh, for this gentleman you know and i said you know it's almost going to be impossible to match a ceiling especially on a ceiling okay because it's the way the sun hits it uh and you know your you, you, that glance that glance off the the way the the sun kind of glances off the ceiling it's very difficult it's very tricky to match paint for a ceiling okay if you don't already have the old paint
0: even okay? if you have the old paint it, you know it's
1: tough it, sometimes you can get away with it um, but not in this case where it's that big. If it was just a little little bit, you could probably do it. But this was this was basically you're gonna you know redo the whole thing. So, you know he was gonna wind up you know just touching up what I had I had completed. Um, it didn't wasn't gonna take much sanding, and he was gonna paint it. So, um, I said fine. You know I gave him the tips of how, of how to do it and, and those kind of things. But you know it was that consideration of what what the the, the, the the complications of doing you know putting these pot lights in was going to be you know back to the the lady with uh with the the hanging lights and things like that um you know there's things to be thinking about and that's why it becomes becomes uh expensive
0: yeah you know and particularly if you want it turnkey as we we like to refer to it as turnkey right so meaning contractor comes in when he leaves it looks just the way you want it and it's done right so I'm a big believer in doing turnkey projects because I've seen too many people that hire people and and they and it's not turnkey we've talked about the plumbers that leave holes in the walls the electrician in this case but he had already called you in as a uh, on a console beforehand and he had laid it out that it was going to be more expensive but you know trying to get the paint to match i mean if it's really 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 turnkey it gets really it doesn't get well it gets expensive because there's a lot of steps to it and i guess our point is is that there's always hidden things that happen and we we, we've discussed on this show we've discussed many many times about wood rot and things like that And, and those are as we call them voyages into the unknown right so you get into a wood rot project you don't know if you're you really don't know what necessarily what you're doing you know, it, it can be as simple as just you know digging out the wood rot, replacing the board, or putting some bono in and being done with it. Or it can be, as we discussed on a previous show, a complete window frame rebuild. Right, John?
1: I mean, yeah, I mean that was a that was a that was a total mess.
0: Yeah, it was um, a complete. You mess.
1: know, and and it was you know not not to go back and rehash that one, but it was one of those things where you know why are things so expensive? well you know you don't you just that, this is the kind of things that happen right that um you, you don't take care of things for a long time and the next thing you know you're into um you're into a major. You're into a major project.
0: Yeah, and um, I do want so, to make a comment on that. So yesterday, I actually went to a job site. Right, I went to this is a friend of mine, and and uh, I go to his house, and he wanted me to do a consult on looking at some wood rot. And I'm going to use this one because this is a really good example. The house was built in 1994, so that's a 25 year old house. Now, John, normal experience with a 25 year old house is
1: I live in one.
0: So <laughs> lots of, and you've maintained your house pretty well, right? But mm-hmm. there's still lots of projects. Oh,
1: uh, well, there's always, yes.
0: Yep. So I go in and, and, uh, this this i 've known this guy for a long time, so he 's a good friend of mine, anyway, long story short, I, I get in the house and he shows me just these three little areas of wood rot on his wooden windows. the only three wooden windows that he has in the whole house because he's when he first built the house he 's like, "I want vinyl for everything, which in one thousand nine hundred and ninety four was pretty rare right I mean, you have to admit mm-hmm. it was pretty rare, but I go into his house he he has maintained this twenty five year old house i mean it is he, he did a fantastic job of maintenance, and these little p- places of wood rot, they just kind of got away from them, and actually I think it was, uh, I think it had to do with a faulty caulk job, actually, but these, these three little areas, and, and long story short, they're simple repairs because he's kept up on them. Mm-hmm. So we talk all the time about regular maintenance, about regular inspections, and about just get, take care of stuff when you see it, you know, get it done mm-hmm. early on. This guy's house was a fine example of that. He's, he had maintained that house so well over the years that it, it, it I didn't see any. You know, John, how we usually say we go in and we find, like, lots of things? Mm-hmm. I couldn't find anything. And, in yeah. fact, even these little wood rot jobs, he was consulting, should I replace the whole window or not? And I told him, no, just fix it. You know, he can fix it. He can bond them up. I mean, they're right. really not that bad compared to what we've seen. You know, I right, and I right, explained and then that and
1: him. then back to back to the point of you know, hey, why are things so expensive? <laughs> you know, because you don't maintain uh, them. Yeah, you don't maintain it, or you know, in in this case, if you are going to replace windows and things like that, it's just not it's just not all that uh, that easy. I mean, another another thing that we've run into before is, hey, I I want to just replace my door.
0: Right, right.
1: Um, yeah, I had a lady. Um, they had a door that they, that they broke and they wanted it replaced. Well, they threw the old door out. Okay. And, um, they wanted, you know, they were going to just go down and buy a slab, what's known as a slab door, you know, and replace it. Well, they wound up not hiring me because I told them it's going to take, you know, it's going to take some time to do this. Um, because Larry, as you know, replacing the door, with another door, you got to cut it down, you got to fit it, you got to hang it, you know, that versus a pre hung door. Right. 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 So um, you can spend a whole lot of time doing that and things get very expensive. So think eat simple things like, hey, I just, you know, you, you don't, it's not one of those things where you just, Pull the three three hinge pins and and put it slide in another door.
0: Yeah, it's rarely that simple. Rarely. So
1: just just be just you know every everybody out there is just you know you just need to be under aware of of these things. And it really was brought to light the other day when I went out to, mm-hmm. to do you know to look at this to do list that they had. So um, you know it just it just kept going. You know? kept so, going going. I mean, it was it, it, you know it's I, I don't think they were taken aback by you know the, the the cost of the fix and things like that, but you know you could see and and I've seen this now in a, in a number of people that um, when I'm either doing drywall repair, even you know that hey the repair is going to look you know it's going to be it's going to have to be big because they're butt joints and they're going to have to that you know that hump's going to be spread you know the little hump of, of tape and things have to be spread over bigger. You know, why is that repair so big? Well, if it's not, you wanna see you wanna see a hump in your ceiling? Because, you know, those 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 you know, drywall is not flat. Okay.
0: There you go, wanting to do the job right, John.
1: Yeah. What's the matter with you? That's right. I should have just thrown up a bunch of uh tape and left them. Uh but <laughs> You know, no, honestly, you know, it's one of those things, but you can t- I can always tell now when people are like, they start to rethink things when you're explaining. And I always, right. I always right. try to explain to people what I'm going to do so they can follow me and they understand what, what it does, you know, the job entails.
0: Right, right. And that, and, and we'd had, the, yeah, it's just all, of it. it's, it's, it's so much more comprehensive mm-hmm. than what I think the average person thinks. And I don't care what repair it is. It's always more comprehensive than what you actually think. There's just all, a lot more to it than than just you know this and and it, you know it, it looks that six inch thing right you only want to move it six inches well that it's so much more involved than just you know plopping it and moving it over here it's just crazy and I, I want to make a comment on doors any doors and windows anything that you're doing outside right so when you think about outside now all of a sudden you're into siding right you're into siding and and that siding stuff is outside stuff is more what do we want to say, John? Involved? It's not that it's involved. There's a different set of concerns. You have to worry about water intrusion, right? Sure. So the you weather. have to, yeah, the, you've got the weather and that's the outer skin. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know, if you cut your skin, you know, you got to sew it back together, right? Well, it's the same thing in a house. You, you don't want to leave any elements exposed for water intrusion because we talk about it all the time, but it's because we see a lot of it here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to make sure it's solid. Well, if you've got a stucco outside, changing your windows out, that can be a real problem. I mean, it's really can be very, very very challenging, um, and same thing with a door. Anything that, that that punctures through the the outside of the house, and it just depends on what your house is made of, and this and that sort of thing, and, and how and exactly what you're trying to do. But you've got to be thinking about those things because you just you'll, you'll be shocked. You know, it'll just it'll just kill you on that kind of thing. John, we were having our conversation earlier about just going to the big box stores, right? Going to the Home Depots and going to the Lows, and how long it takes us to just go into well, the store and, so, and buy so, stuff. You know, yeah.
1: So I think that's kind of funny. So let's so we if we pivot. Here, from being uh from the from the handyman talking to the customer it's really handyman talking to handyman now <laughs> and you know, or or contractor contractor yeah um or it's homeowner you know when you're if you're going to fix stuff yourself and that is you know here here we go again with the the, the amount of uh t- the time the time it takes right and you know i was kind of thinking about it the other day <clears throat> you know we Larry, you and I went into uh, to Home Depot to do to do a job and it like I, it never ceases to amaze me how long it takes to go to, you know, I mean, everything. So so so, so I guess the, the moral of the story, you know, is that if you're if you're thinking that you're going to do things on a Saturday morning at your house and you're going to go over to Home Depot, you know, add in another hour and a half to, to <laughs> easy or more to go over to Home Depot unless you live right next to one, which, you know, then then forget about the drive. But, you know, in my case it's five miles to a to a Home Depot. Um then I gotta, you know, I mean you, you, you put all the things together, the parking, the getting in, standing in line, trying to find stuff in, in Home Depot and I inevitably, even though I'm in there all the time, I feel like I'm going from one side of that store to the other. You know, oh, you're and only doing that because you want to get your something. ten
0: thousand steps. That's what and it well, is. Exactly.
1: <laughs> you know, twenty thousand just in just in Home Depot. I feel like I work there. You know, and I'm back and forth and back and forth, and I'm like, oh man, I forgot that. So you know, I try to be prudent with how I put my my list together so I can go up and down and get things and be out, but still, you know, it takes a long time. So. You know, if you're going to do something, and I, and I, I certainly take this into account now. If I, if, you know, if I do something on a on a Saturday and I have to go to Home Depot, um, I better be there real early, or I'm not getting started until you know 11 o'clock in the morning. Real you know, but real early, isn't
0: that Friday evening?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's <laughs> ideally. Ideally, you know, that's funny you say that because ideally is that I try to get, I try to go over to. Uh, Home Depot, or, or or you know a big box store, or whatever. Before I start that project, you know the the day before, because you know it just eats up so much time.
0: Oh yeah, and then it, and and as you know, you know just on the big box stores, right? So stay away from the prime times when people are really there because you're just your wait time in line especially right now under these so we're in the middle of the COVID thing you know or well actually we're yep and it's it's just it just takes forever oh my god it takes forever yeah. just takes forever well anyway all right john we got anything else on this topic is there anything else there that we have we touched no on i anything? think
1: no not really i i think it's just you know i think it's just a the be the awareness of um you know little projects can turn into bigger projects and I think it it's everybody needs to 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 think through what you know what these little projects are going to entail cuz things that seem simple are not and you know there's it takes a lot of time to do it and that that's that's just doing the the, the project the right way and also going and getting the materials and coming back right
0: Right. And and I just want to say one other thing. This has to do with husbands with wives and uh, or maybe wives with husbands. Whoever's doing the project, one needs to under to make, have, be very clear in the communications that this simple little project you're talking about is going to take much longer than you think, right? Do you agree with that, John?
1: A lot a lot of times that's that is true. That yeah. is true. I mean, I just experienced it. Um, you know, it's it wasn't my issues, but um, you know, you oh, I've to be, it. You have to be you have to be together on 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 some of these on some of these projects.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've all experienced it, right? I mean, it's it's yep. as, it's as simple things. You know, we 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 need to clean the cars. Well, okay, so what's involved in cleaning the cars? I've got to get the hose out. I've got to get the water right. or the brush to this, to that that, 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 Next thing you know, it's two hours, and they're like, "Well, what took you so long? Um, right. Did you help?" <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I digress. All right, folks, we appreciate you listening to the Handyman Pros Radio Show. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please send us an email at questions at Go to our website and leave us a message. Um, we've actually got a voice pipe thing where if you click up on the upper right-hand thing, you can leave us a voice message. We would really like to do that. John, we are running that contest from now till July 1st, $25 for your uh, uses for blue tape online. So if we come up, we're trying to find as many uses besides for painting for blue tape uh as possible i saw a really good one the other day that i'm not going to put out there on the air but anyway i saw another one um and you can join our facebook group t- group too that's uh facebook at handyman pro or handyman pros yeah it's at handyman pros boy i should know my own stuff right so john i don't know what's happening man i think i see is, is are there lights in the sky tonight is that what i saw that's right
1: that's right it looks like it's a spaceship larry i think and it's, it's a- landing i have my toolkit. i'm ready are you ready I'm ready. Let's get that thing taken apart.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this podcast and have derived some value from it, here's four things you can do. One, tell your friends about this podcast. Two, hit subscribe on your podcast player. While you're there, leave us a review. Three, subscribe to our newsletter by going to handymanprosradioshow.com and click on the subscribe button. We'll inform you of upcoming events, shows, and give you actionable tips for maintaining your home and property. And four, send us an email with your questions to questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. That's handymanprosradioshow.com. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on the Handyman Pros Radio Show.